Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. If you knew this stat before you hooked up with Adrian, you might have run the other way. Very few, very few office romances ever end up in marriage. And most end up in a disaster where it gets so uncomfortable and so bad that someone has to leave. Like one in 20, supposedly, right. ever end up in... I think I kind of... I don't know the exact stat. We certainly had that feeling going. in. Anytime you get into that situation, mm. it's like, uh, you got to make sure you know what you're doing Especially here. Especially at a career place. Right. Like, you know, when you're younger, Marie and I met at Park and Fly. We both knew there was not a chance we were going to stay there forever. Well... <laughs> 20 years ago, <laughs> I might have had those same thoughts <laughs> about the building I was currently in. Well, if I was still parking cars now, I'd be making more money. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, you really have to be, uh, to be careful with that. And I think, sorry, I think that's where the danger really lies in, like, the office party mm-hmm. hookup. Right, when a couple of people who might have been flirting, you know, just fun throughout mm-hmm. the time in the office, but have a few drinks in them, and then, uh oh, what what did you just do? Here's how the world has changed. I remember going to my first radio station Christmas party in like 1983 or 84, and I sat and watched as our news director, a woman, a married woman with children was on the dance floor with a married man with children who owned the radio station, <laughs> and the two of them were checking each other's tonsils out. <laughs> I don't know much about HR, but I feel that's a violation. Do you think? On a lot of levels. <laughs> Nobody seemed to care. No. I used to hear of uh, radio station Christmas parties that went on for days. Right. And then a lot of it ended up in the bathroom of whatever particular <laughs> restaurant or hotel banquet hall they were in. They weren't reading lines no. of scripts. No. <laughs> but the world has changed. Interesting enough, too, the people who uh, seem to have the most office romances and get in trouble with it the most are people who work in the HR department. What? Well, maybe it's because they're in HR. And maybe if it's a big corporation with a lot of HR people, right. you know, you're in HR and uh, some woman's in HR. You start having a thing. I'm in HR. I'm jealous you're having a thing. So I rat you guys out. Mm. There's probably a lot of that going Okay. On. Ones get caught. Yeah, and some companies are uh, completely uh, do not allow uh, office relationships. Others just say, look, as long as you disclose it. And normally, as long as it's not a superior Dating a, you know, subordinate, you know, mm-hmm. if it's, if it's, uh, equals, then, uh, then I guess it's fine. Right. I think generally frowned upon, but, mm. uh, you know, that's more of the company trying to protect itself, not losing employees yeah. over it, right? Yeah, it's frowned upon in most places, except here where I think every other person is either married <laughs> in or born to somebody who works here. Are there, um, rock and roll landmarks that you'd like to visit? Of course, for me, it's always been a Graceland. I've always wanted to go see. Okay, a Graceland, uh, but there's uh, there's many. The Apollo Theater in uh, in New York City, uh, Harlem, would uh, would be the top of the list when people were asked. And I actually I remember going by it on one of those hop on hop off buses. And and like many 
things that are, um, you know, landmarks and places you want to see, when you get there, it's never as uh, overwhelming or cool as perhaps you think it might be. Or maybe cool is the wrong word. But, like, the Apollo Theater is just this unassuming building amongst, you know, blocks of buildings. It's not like it stands out as its own kind of beacon and amazing thing on a hilltop. Right. You know. Uh, it's not like going to like the Vatican or something, and it, you know. <laughs> yeah, not quite. Well, I guess for some people it is church, though, because it was so important to mm-hmm. uh, to music. Uh, is there anywhere uh, that you would like to uh, a rock and roll landmark that you'd like to go to? Uh, in terms of landmark, I, I guess venues would probably be uh, the, the top of my mm-hmm. list. I mean, uh, Red Rocks is one I'd love to see a show. At the Red Rocks, right. that kind of natural amphitheater. Yeah. I, mean, I was a big fan of a Dave Matthews album that was recorded live there. But they also, like, you 2 did that. Uh, I think they did the video uh, for Sunday Bloody Sunday at right. Red Rocks. Uh, so I, I think that would be one for, for me. I think I say, like, the clubs, like the Viper Room or something like that. Sure. But at my age, I don't really want to go to the club anymore anyway. <laughs> I, in terms of a landmark, I probably want to go see. I've never been to Central Park, so I think I'd want to see the John Lennon tribute there. Yeah, the Imagine thing is is terrific. And people gather around and they, uh, they you know, all, take, all taking photos or they're singing Lennon songs. We took some photos outside of the uh, Dakota where John and uh, Yoko lived and, of course, where he was gunned down. Mm-hmm. And it's right there kind of into the entrance of the building. And some were taking photos and others weren't because they see it as a sacred place that you shouldn't be kind of Do celebrating. Do they have any kind of plaque or landmark there? I didn't notice one. Because right. maybe they don't want that no, attention it, to it. it. It's a dark yeah. thing, right? But, yeah. but sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. We went there, and uh, and Maria was trying to take a photo of me and my eldest and his girlfriend right there, kind of where the, into the entrance. Now, I don't know, because it's a long entrance in. It's kind of like um, if you watch uh, Murders in the Building with uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short and uh, Selena. Is it Selena Gomez? Yes. Selma Gomez? Selena? Yes. Um, anyhow, it, the building they live in kind of has that same feel. Uh, so I don't know how deep into the entrance way he was when he got shot or if it was right there on the street in front of the entrance. Probably was closer to the street because obviously they would have had security farther in. Anyhow, Maria wanted us to take a photo, and uh, my oldest son's girlfriend, who's a Beatles fanatic, thought it was, you know, not right. And so, but Maria's across the street trying to get a wide shot, and she's yelling, everybody move in. And Ariel's like, no. And, there's a, and we're in the middle of Manhattan screaming at one another. <laughs> she's screaming right there, I can't get a good shot. <laughs> everybody ducks. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm looking forward to one day getting to the Tribute Community Center. I hear <laughs> I hear great things. That's a, a landmark. That's right. A lot of big things happen there. Uh, the Whiskey a Go Go in Los Angeles, as you mentioned, like the Viper Room. The Whiskey right. is is a big one. When it comes to museums, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Motown Museum, okay, in Detroit. Yeah, I I don't have much uh, affinity to to go see that. I don't no. think. You know, like like in Jamaica, they have a Bob Marley museum. It's on the list. You know, but you know, getting me off of the beach <laughs> when I'm on vacation yeah. to go do that. You know, like they get a, a trip coming up to Nashville. I'm like, do I really want to go to the Grand Ole Opry? Oh like, yeah, wouldn't you want to? Nah, meh. You would go and fiddle with your bits in front of where the <laughs> Minnesota Wild Wings or whatever the hell they're called. <laughs> Practice in the summer, right? But you wouldn't go see uh, the Grand Old Opry. I'd walk out front of it. 
around. Oh, there's where it is. Okay, I've been there. <laughs> kind of did that with the Grand Canyon. I'm like, yeah, all right, I saw it. <laughs> Took a pic. <laughs> what, am I going to dive into it? No. <laughs> you would take hostages in front of one of the Nashville Predators <laughs> practice. You are uh, you're a funny fella. Prince's uh, Paisley Park okay. in Minnesota. ABBA's museum? Well, they have a museum. Who knew ABBA had a museum in Stockholm, Sweden? Uh, Jim Morrison's grave? Yeah, from what I understand, it's like people are there all the time. Yeah. Again, I got other landmarks in Paris to see, but uh, but it wouldn't be top of my list to go there. No. But for some, I mean, obviously, if you're a massive Doors yeah, fan. Sure. Uh, when it comes to clubs, the Cavern Club uh, in Liverpool, where the uh, Beatles played and started out. Uh-huh. Yeah, I went. Uh, I got to see uh, Bob Seger at Cobo Hall in Detroit. I thought that was terrific because he had a landmark live album that was recorded there. So that was a big deal for me. Um, I think Lou Bega's museum. <laughs> it's very small. <laughs> Not a lot to it. No. It's like a closet. You, you want to go see where Mambo number one, two, three, and four yeah. are? Where are they? <laughs> I, I need those. If someone messages you, uh, messages you, messages you. Yeah, Let's right. Try that again. If someone messages, <laughs> you have a stroke. I might be in the middle of one. If someone messages, ye, if messages, someone messages you, you, right? Something funny. What's your usual response? Most say it's LOL, and then others say an emoji of a laughing face. I I don't really like the laughing face because I don't think it's real. It's like when people say you know L A M F O. Right. My blue off. I nobody does that. Nobody's ass has ever been laughed off. And no. I find the one with the emoji with all the tears, it's all too exaggerated. So I just go with the happy, smiley face. You gave me a little bit of happiness in that text. Okay. I mean, I have literally LOL'd, read yep. something and laughed out loud. So I would go with either that. And I do use that uh, that that crying, laughing, laughing emoji. But it's only because I've used it before, so it's one of the first ones that pop sure. up. But but you you weren't really crying and laughing at the no. same time. No, but I'll tell you what, Craig. Most times when I'm looking for emoji, I'm not really trying to match my personal emotions <laughs> at the time because it would just be frustrated. <laughs> it would just be the finger, really. Regretful, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, people will write ha 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 or that's funny. I, I sometimes I don't even know if you need to respond. The, the, the texting and back and forth, you know, we have the uh, the eight five five four three two rock, and you can go back and forth with people. And after a while, sometimes it just feels like one upmanship, right? You know, it's enough. Yes. So I always find just by giving the smiley face or the happy face, it's enough. Uh, that's usually a thumbs up is usually my yeah. shut her down. This is my conversation ender. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, and it should be. Yeah. I mean, if someone doesn't have the energy to type back to you mm. and, and just gives an emoji, that's generally uh, I don't have the time for you. You know what would be great, and I, now that you uh, mentioned the thumbs up, because it is a good ender to uh, texting. The next time we have anybody text us who's just ranting and raving at us and hating everything we say thumbs and up. do, just give them a thumbs, thumbs up. up. You know what? I think for now on, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm not even going to get back, because sometimes we go back and forth with people so much. Yeah. So from now on, you're the worst. I hope your parents die. I want to poop on your soul. Yeah. Well, well, and thumbs really, up. any digit up, yeah. right? Because it could be the thumb up, it could yeah. be the finger up, it could be the middle finger up. Yeah. You decipher. I'm just giving you a thumbs up, but just know if mm -hmm. you text in, when I give you a thumbs up back, it's one of the three fingers. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. See, I wouldn't even give him the finger finger. I wouldn't flip him the bird because then you're acknowledging oh, that. Oh, no, I know. They, but the thumbs but up just kind of mocks them. I'm just trying to lay the seed that that yeah. thumbs up is really a middle finger up, but I'm not right. giving you the middle finger up. It's a thumbs up. So I'm really, a little mind trick with you. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. You know what? I think that's moving forward, the route, the route we're going. Because I've wasted way too much energy. Oh, arguing yeah. with people through you every now and then you like to go down that rabbit hole. Well, I think we've both been guilty. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, I know because they trap us. Right. And, and then I realize they're like, oh, I'm in the middle of this now. Because sometimes you'll get into an argument with a listener. They'll say something. You'll say something back. and It'll kind of end there. But then other times you get like nine back and forth into this thing. And you're like, because there was a time. This is an interesting thing. There was a time when I would give you my opinion, you would disagree, you would give me your opinion, and we'd walk away and go, okay, that's fine. Agree to disagree? But we can't do that anymore. Right. We cannot do that anymore. And it just, it's funny too when you see it because it just progressively gets worse. Mm. Like it's like, hey, you were totally wrong about this. Well, no, I wasn't, and here's why. No, you're an idiot. No, I'm not an idiot. You're a moron. No, I hope your mother gets hit by a bus. Like it just goes... It just goes so are very quick to anger. Oh, yeah. So very fast. As I was uh, flipping through uh, the news yesterday and seeing the uh, the troop of people being uh, sent to Fulton County Jail in uh, Atlanta, I thought to myself, Donald Trump could start his own musical group and he could call it Donald Trump and the Shady Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be a huge hit. It was a big band there yesterday. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time, I guess, with uh, the uh, all the criminal counts that are uh, against him at this point, 91 of them, fourth indictment this year. But this is the first time that there's a, there's a bunch of them all in on this who could start uh, like rats on a ship. Just uh, throwing each other under a bus. Yeah, and I think because it extends well beyond his inner circle. Mm. I mean, Giuliani and Eastman, those are they're there, mm-hmm. but there are many others that are part of this whole you know, conspiracy. Yeah, that uh, yeah, they they're looking for a weak link somewhere. I'm sure. The greatest part of the whole thing too was that mugshot. What a what a classic Trump trying to be the tough guy look. So funny. And the fact that he got to, and I've never heard of this ever before, he got to self-report his height and weight. And I know we all fudge our numbers a bit. We learned yesterday (laughs) that people will say they're about an inch taller than they actually are. Right. Well, he has himself at six foot three, 215 pounds. (laughs) He's got himself about 70 pounds lighter than he truly is. This guy's hair and makeup weigh about 215 pounds. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe he's probably, you know, 6'1 plus the hair. Yeah, yeah <laughs> true. And depending on the wind, he could be 6'5 that day. He hasn't been 215 pounds since he was appearing in photos with Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe the pen ran out of ink. He couldn't make the, the loop. On the nine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, his fingers are too fat. Just ended up being two fifty. Now, this is a great example. Somebody decided to go and look at NFL players who are six foot three, legitimately, and two hundred and fifteen pounds. Right. Okay. Aaron Rodgers is on that list. <laughs> yeah, I see a lot of Aaron Rodgers and Trump looking very similar. <laughs> How is it that you can self-report? I don't get that. Yeah. 
Because isn't it supposed to be like a legal document and if you were to flee or, or you know, he's out on bail, technically, he posted a $200,000 bond. Yeah. So if they had to put out a report that they're looking for him later on because he skips trial, I would say I'm 5'2", 87 pounds. With a fair complexion. Yeah. <laughs> what complexion did he put down? Was that orange. on there? I hope it was orange. <laughs> <laughs> this is, you know, uh, I, 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 well, we haven't mentioned Trump in a long time, but when the circus rolls out with this guy, it's so great. I, I mean, think- he is a complete grifter and horrible for the future of politics in that country, but it is just an absolute train wreck and, and, a, and just a, a circus. It was a circus, actually. I watched a bit of it uh, as he was getting off the plane and, and, just the you know the press pool that all follows the the motorcade that it was, and that they have to shut down the entire highway, like a five lane highway mm-hmm. uh, from the airport to downtown in Atlanta, all overpasses over top of it as he's going by. Like the <laughs> what must you be thinking if you're trying to get somewhere in Atlanta on seven o'clock on a Thursday? Yeah, and this is rolling through. Well, if he does go to prison and he is only 6'3", 215 pounds, maybe he can be quarterback on the (laughs) prison football team. Or he might get down to 215 pounds because all he'll be dining on is tossed salad. If you are uh, planning a trip and you're packing up, are you an overpacker, a light packer, a last-minute packer? I'd say I'm uh, probably a light packer. Okay. You? Uh, I tend to overpack. Yeah, I I see that Not by much. But there's always something that I've packed that I don't wear when I'm away. Yeah. When you're uh, packing your underwear, people were asked about packing their underwear. And if they're going away for specifically six days, how many pairs of underwear do you take? And most, you think, would just say, well, I take six. But only a, a quarter of people say they take six pairs of underwear per day. A few more say they take uh, a couple of pairs extra, so they'll go with eight. Okay. Some people get excessive, so they're going for like two a day. So like two. 12 pairs of underwear. I don't know if I own 12 pairs of underwear. No. I mean, I'd have to dig deep into the reserve pairs of underwear. I don't know that I've ever got 12 pairs of underwear that are clean and ready to go. True. Um, but some say that they take fewer pairs than the number of days. Some say five over six or four over six, three and fewer. Um, I, I guess if there's laundry service available, sure. Obviously, you just like commando. Uh, I, I guess if you're going to a resort and you expect to be in shorts, like like, like swim trunks yeah. most of the time, but yeah. but even then, you're still going for dinner. You, you're not wearing your swim trunks there, are you? I guess it depends on uh, what type of resort you're at. Right. You know, there are those who, uh, well, when they get to the resort, they find the swim up bar and they just don't leave that the entire True. time they're there. Right. Or maybe you just say, I'll go commando a couple of times. Sure. That can happen. Yeah. I've never been to uh, any place so fancy that you had to go back and get like really dressed up for dinner. Right. I mean, I'd go back to the room and shower and put on a nice shirt. I think that's where I tend to overestimate the clothes I need mm. is when it comes to, okay, if I'm going to a resort, if there's golf, obviously I'm going to have to take a couple of golf shirts. Right. I mean, you could rewear golf shorts and that sort of sure. thing. Um, golf shirts are a little tougher because it's pretty hot if you're going south to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be like, oh, maybe we'll do one fancy dinner so I should have a pair of pants and I got to put some shoes in there for that. <laughs> it's a little stupid. <laughs> 
Oh, my sweet, sweet angel. Right, yes. What you must go through. Uh-huh. Uh, of course, this isn't shocking. Men are a lot more likely to not pack enough underwear. <laughs> of course. Uh, I, I find that... Um, even, sorry, even in the packing, because if the women, if they're wearing, like, very frilly, little dainty things, mm. not a lot there to pack. We always stand in the hallway with our suitcases, and we do the whole head-to-toe. I'll say to Marie, socks, pants, underwear, bras, tops... What else is we're always forget some one of us is always forgetting something like a toothbrush, mm-hmm. deodorant, this kind of thing. Right, my pills <laughs> <laughs> for that special time. Rock mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky, ninety four nine The Rock.